Super. Super. Everybody, this is Branky here, your old and favorite and babyest boy, and his palerino. Who is who am I talking with? What's up, Jank, Jank, Janky Poo? Right, right. But dust, dusting off the old nicknames, Janky Poo. Yeah, everybody is. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, Brank <laughs> was good. Jank and Dank and all the other yeah, ranks st- just did bank. not work out because they made it so confusing. <laughs> Stank Bank McBlank. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Um, no, yeah, we're we're back for like a super BS on the minier side. Um, for the time being, it's just the two of us. We might drag old Donapu back. And uh, yeah, we wanted to chat with you guys about some games. There's been a lot of big gaming news that's happened in the last two years. And um, so, yeah, uh, how you been? Good, good, man. I'm just, uh, you know, out here in Texas now and enjoying this uh, this summer heats and uh you know playing playing some games when i get a chance to what about yourself what are you up to how's things back in back in the golden state of california oh california is actually right now great uh it's uh very cool outside it's very cold we get that june june gloom so it's probably like uh low 70s high 60s so i'm enjoying that uh other things are you know annoying but otherwise it's it's been good um (laughs) what have you been playing Okay, so I've been playing. Are we, are we going into our uh, quarantine catalog here? Because I've been playing qu- quite a. Uh, if that's what you want to talk about, I'm only bringing up two things I've been playing. But yeah, this has been a uh, last three months have been a good time. We probably should have started this at the beginning in March because we we probably both played a lot of things since it started. Yeah. Okay. Well, here I'll I'll tell you what I'm playing right now. Currently, I'm I'm okay. jumping back and forth between Alan Wake and uh, Disneyland Adventures because I figured since I can't actually go there. I might as well just play it on the uh, I'm, go there virtually. You know what I mean? What is Disneyland Adventures the Connect game? Yeah, it's on Games Pass. But do you have to have Connect to play it? No. Wait, what do you mean? I thought you could only play that game with Connect. No, you just use a controller. You just you walk around the park, use a controller, and then you do the mini games like the Peter Pan mini game and stuff. Yeah, you do the 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 mini games. You can wave your little wand around, and it'll tell you facts about Disneyland. It's it's fun. Really? Okay, I'll have to check that out. I mean, I had it on 360 with Connect, and I thought it was neat because it was like fun doing little motions and stuff. But I didn't know that they made it for Connectless features, so yeah. you could just yeah, you can play it without it. It's on it's on Games Pass. You can check that out. But I real quick though, before Alan. you before you get into Alan Wake. This is kind of a deep dive. Did you ever play the Nintendo game about Disneyland? No, I didn't know there was one. I I know Nintendo had a bunch of like Disney how to spell and how to do math games, but I didn't know there was one where you go to the park. You go to the park and there's six different games. It was like my favorite game as a kid. It was actually pretty good too. There was like a racing game and all sorts of stuff. I just was curious if you uh if you ever played it. But um enough about that i just uh that that always reminds me of disney and uh what 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 do you think about alan wake man so it's my second time playing it uh okay. went back because i mean i didn't realize this that remedy has a connected universe oh you know, yeah like they they had just kind of announced that because they did a like give you closure on what happens to alan wake in control 
Okay. And so I'm trying to work my way back up to that. So I want, I'm playing through Alan Wake. Um, I'm going to play through Quantum Break next, and then I'll, I'll yeah. jump to Control. I thought about going back and playing Max Payne, but honestly, like that game does not hold up. I I haven't played Max Payne 1 or 2 in forever. I liked 3 quite a bit. I don't know if you played that one. I know it's not a Remedy game, but I was just curious if you played that. Yeah, that was Rockstar. No, I played 1 and 2 on the original Xbox, and then like I... I liked it, but I just remember being so relieved when I was done with it that I didn't want to go back to it again. Oh, I love that John Woo slow-mo bullet time gameplay. Dude, I love those games. I haven't gone back, obviously, since it came out. Um, but what do you... Uh, have you played Quantum Break in the past? I know you just mentioned no, it. No, I, I I've, I've heard it was pretty bad, but uh, yeah, I'm willing I, to give it a shot. I played about an uh, hour, hour or two of it, and I did not like it, and I've played some of control and i have not liked what i played of that either i love alan wake though i think alan wake's incredible so hopefully you'll enjoy it and hopefully you'll dig their other stuff yeah it's it's fun i mean i it's it kind of reminds me of like res their new or just resident evil in general right like you're the 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 first two because you're constantly running out of ammo you're always having to find things and like the flash got to really like time the flashbang grenades because if you you know they, they'll bounce off trees or you know they'll they'll be too too short in front of you and not close enough to the enemies it, it's a it's a fun game like it's got a really great story it's really it like really just sucks you into it which is ironic because you know it's a story about alan wake being sucked into his own creation but uh no i'm i'm really digging it you know other than that you know i, I was telling you before i was pl- i'm playing forza horizon 3 Okay. Uh, that that one I'm kind of jumping in and out of. It, it's I, I'm I'm noticing that I'm not really like when it comes to the Forza games. I'm not really as uh, I know Adam not adamant but like obsessive about playing them because I used to have you know that video game OCD where I have to hit everything on the map. You know that's why it takes me yeah. so long to play Assassin's Creed games. But you know with this one I'm I'm playing it more casually. It might just be because I'm busier now. But uh, you know it, it, it's it's pretty fun. Not my favorite, but. Uh, I want to know, what have you been playing? Yeah, speaking of Resident Evil, um, when you're talking about uh, Alan Wake, I picked up Resident Evil 3 when it was on sale, and Resident Evil 2 was one of my favorite games from last year, so I wanted to try 3. I had heard it was really short, so I wanted to, I didn't want to spend $60 on something that I heard was 5 hours. And I really enjoyed Resident Evil 3. It is extremely short. I finished it in 4.5 hours. Um it's hard to recommend at even forty dollars, which is kind of what I paid. I had like a yeah. There's thing, a so it was Cap- Capcom sale going on out right now, right? It's like everything's up to like sixty percent off. Yeah, but it's. I think it's still only forty. I think if you wait for the end of this year, it's going to be twenty bucks, like Resident Evil yeah. Two. And if you can get Resident Evil Two and Three together, I know they're doing a bundle for like thirty. That would be an incredible thing because Resident Evil Two, you have two campaigns you can play through. So even though they're each five hours, you're going to get like ten full hours of fun time if you want to try it twice. Resident Evil Three is a very straightforward, fairly linear game. There's a lot of parts that are, in my mind more fun and and better than two like there's more locations you go to and it's really enjoyable but there's problems with uh you you played two right resident evil 2 remake last year yeah um i i enjoyed mr x but i was always happy when he was gone when i was into sections where i didn't have to think about him he caused me a lot of anxiety because i it's I don't know. There's just there's something about having somebody right behind you all the time, you know, and just it yeah. stressed me out playing that game. 
Yeah, and and he was in my mind, he was kind of annoying when you dealt with some puzzles because you had to like try to avoid him and try to do the puzzle, and then sometimes it would just lead like to the, me running the in light circles in the hallway. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's tons of puzzles where oh, you got to run in circles so you can avoid him. You know, um, Resident Evil Three kind of has it worse and better. Like they have Nemesis, who is not as annoying as Mister X in terms of he doesn't really get in your way when you're doing puzzles. But when he shows up, the game becomes ultra linear and you have to run to your next zone while avoiding him. So if you missed anything, you you pretty much can try to get it, but you might be, you know, it you might lose. You might die if you do that. Can because you, he's Can you kill go you. back to areas or do once you're no. done with that, do they become locked off? The areas are so each one is kind of open, and then once you go through each one, they close themselves off. So, okay. like, the first one, this isn't a spoiler because this game is, like, you know, 20 years old. first one's, like, a town or a city, and you'll go through the whole thing. And then when you're, like, coming back, you know, Nemesis will show up. And, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but Nemesis will show up. And then your choice is if you want to go get anything you missed, you could try to do that. But if he, like, follows behind you or attacks you, he has, like, a super far-reaching thing. He has, like, uh, ability to shoot guns, you know, all this other stuff. Um he makes it kind of impossible to do stuff. So pretty much what you're supposed to do is just move to the next area to like escape okay. him. And those moments are cool and fun, but it does make it feel like, oh man, I missed bullets right here that I wanted to go back and get for later. I guess I'm not getting those. So whatever. Is So uh, two questions here, because I have not yeah. played this one. It's been one I've been debating about, but yeah, I'll probably wait till it's cheaper. Is yeah. Does he... Once you shoot him enough times, does he stop and then gives you a chance to get away, or does he keep charging at you? Because uh, I know yeah, Mr. I, Mr. Yeah. X kind of fainted a little bit, right? Yeah, I I guess I'll say it, because I don't think it's that big a deal. I'm sure a lot of people figure this out. If you show, if you throw explosive devices at him, like a grenade, he'll like fall down, and he'll actually drop items. And like some of the items oh. he drops are like uh, add-ons to your gun and stuff. But this is only the beginning of the game with him. Like, he shows up, okay. you know, several other times, and there there are some cool things about him. Like, he, he's a pretty fun boss fight, honestly. Like, you fight him uh, quite a few times, and it was pretty enjoyable. But, yeah, I would say he's both the best and worst part of that game. Or not the best. I would say he's both an okay and worst part of that game. Like, he's it's kind of enjoyable when you're fighting him and doing the, the boss fights because I think they're pretty fun. But it's just... It's not. I would rather just walk around Raccoon City and deal with the hordes of zombies as they show up because it's just more enjoyable. And the, some of the other enemies are pretty fun and inventive, and they don't feel like Nemesis, where it's like, oh, hey, they're really hard to take out, but if I have you know a grenade or or enough shotgun bullets, I'll be able to take them out. Um, Is it? Okay, so it, yeah, I mean that was going to be my next question: Is ammo still scarce in this one, it, or is it a little more plentiful? I feel like it's more plentiful, but maybe it's because I I didn't try to attack Nemesis with my guns. So like I I kind of I don't know if I read or knew, but I figured out that he just doesn't take any damage to gunfire. So it's like I didn't okay. ever try to shoot him. You know, I mean I think I tried once with shotgun bullet. I felt like going into the last boss, especially, I had enough ammo that I had to like choose which guns to take because I couldn't keep all the ammo on me for all the guns. So, yeah, it's it's. I think there's enough. It's still definitely some ammo scarcity, but I don't want to say it's like too even. 
Um, yeah, yeah, two got intense. Like you found yourself in a lot of situations in that game where you couldn't do anything because you can't yeah. couldn't fire back. And, and they added some cool things like that in this game. They have a dodge roll now where if like you timed it at the right time when a zombie tries to attack you, your character will dodge out of the way. So I thought that's pretty cool. So you don't, when you have those moments, you're not just like, oh man, I got to slowly try to run by this guy like you were Leon in the station, you know? There's, you can like dodge and pass them. And so I think things like that are neat and I really do enjoy it. I'm glad they're doing these remakes. Um, I picked up Resident Evil 7. I haven't turned it on yet because I... One, I want to try it in the day because the demo was so scary that I just couldn't, I couldn't play it. So, but I've been, man, I've been really digging Resident Evil um, 7. And when we talk about the PlayStation 5, I, I'm really looking forward to 8 as well. But yeah. yeah. 8 looks cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I do have one final question about this. So yeah. is it, does it have the same magic that the Resident Evil 2 remake had? Because it felt oh. really good going back to Resident Evil 2, having it look like that. So I never played Resident Evil 2 or 3 before these remakes. So for me, really? it didn't... Yeah, no, I wow. never played either of them. I played one before this happened, and I realized with the tank controls... Actually, you know what? No, my first experience with one was the remake on GameCube, which, while it was cool, it's tank controls and still annoying to play. Um, I bought it on Xbox again, and I just haven't wanted to try it out again. It's hard, uh, man. It's difficult. Yeah. It's a beautiful game. It's a lot of fun. I definitely say there is a magic to it. I can't tell you it's as good as 2, and it's definitely missing some of the things that made 2 amazing. A good example would be this. like Even not including you and I, a lot of people chose Resident Evil 2 as their favorite game from last year. And, Re and last year had some decent games. This year, I don't think Resident Evil 3 is going to be in the conversation like at all. Like If it even gets mentioned in a top 10 list, I would be surprised. I think it's a great game, and I enjoy it, but its I don't even think it's my top... Maybe it's my top five favorite right now, but we're only halfway through a year that still has three or four big hitters and who knows how many small things, you know? Isn't like, that sad? Isn't that sad, though? Three or four big hitters? We haven't had really a lot pushed out this year. I'm hoping, uh, you know, holiday season, we'll see the release of some cool ones. Halo Infinite's supposed to be coming out, but uh, it's just it's been a sad year for games, man. It's, I guess, man, I mean, you say that, but it's like between like Animal Crossing New Horizons and Final Fantasy VII Remake and, um, you know, I didn't play Dragon Ball Z, but that came out at the beginning and then Resident Evil 3 and Doom Eternal and the Half-Life VR Remake and The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost Tsushima and Halo Infinite and Cyberpunk 2077, which are, those two are supposed to come out. Like If I, they do. Yeah, if they do. I, I think they will. I... I uh, I don't think it's going to be that sad of a year. I do get, like, your point where it doesn't feel like it's been that many, like, wall-to-wall -wall releases. But, you know, end of March, the beginning of April, that was kind of crazy. Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal launched the same day. And then Resident Evil was the week after. And then Final Fantasy VII was the week after that. Um, yeah. And this was all happening while we were all locked at home. And the world was felt like it was falling apart. So it was like a, a weird, surreal time. And even then, there was, like small side games like Trials of Mana that came out. And, you know, I played most of those games. I don't want to talk about all of them today. Um, I did play one other one I want to, I want to talk with you about. Uh, I played, last year, one of my favorite games was Mortal Kombat 11. I'm not normally a, a fighting game fan at all, but the story mode in that game was incredible. So good. Um, I It makes me want them to remake make another movie. It was so good. They are making another movie. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to hit theaters next year. 
Oh, sure. It's right. yeah. um, okay. I forget. I forget who's direct, who's attached to direct, but it's supposed to. From what I understand, it's supposed to be more like grounded than you know the early '90s version. Yeah, you know, I don't even care about more grounded. If they remade the early '90s version with better acting, a little bit more sensical plot, and better graphics, I think it would be pretty fun. I just started rewatching that movie the other day, and it's it's enjoyable. It's just bad acting. Very bad CGI, and that's that's mainly the two bad things. Like the story just, itself is whatever. So yeah, I just want more scenes of Goro eating chicken. That's all. That's what yeah, it's all about, man. Big, you gotta yeah. have that. But um, the, no, they really. Uh, yeah. oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say the first one is tolerable. I went back and tried to watch Annihilation. Um, oh, that's just, bad. I, it hurts my eyes watching that movie. Annihilation is the perfect movie to watch with a group of friends when you want to make fun of something because by the end when they're doing the claymation fight scene, it's just so bad that there's very few things. Yeah, I I can't even think of many things that are just as horribly produced or made as that that made it to theaters, you know? Like, it's it's kind of mind-blowing. I remember those commercials when I was a kid. God made the earth in seven days. It will only take three to destroy it or whatever it was. <laughs> Annihilation. But, Mortal uh, Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11, and I don't, I'm not super knowledgeable about fighting games, so I don't know if this has been done before, but they released a story DLC this year called Aftermath. With it, you got like Robocop, a few other of the Mortal Kombat characters, and if you paid a little bit more money, you got all their season pass characters like Terminator, Spawn, all those guys. But the story mode continuation was like a blast. It's, um, again, similar to Resident Evil 3. It's not as good as Mortal Kombat 11, but it's like a $30 DLC. It's probably about five hours worth of content. And it's just so much fun to go into that world, watch this incredible looking CGI. And then when you do play, have like super fun fight scenes that are all like tied together with fairly, like at least an enjoyable story. Like, I don't know a ton about the Mortal Kombat lore, but it's easy enough to follow. Can I sw- Can I play on, on easy? I'm really bad. As My only experience with fighting games is Virtue Fighter 2 on uh, Sega oh, Genesis. Wow. Okay. So, and I, I did pick up Mortal Kombat versus DC, and I got, like, I think I, I got past the match with the Flash, but that's it. So, can I play this on easy mode? Because you have talked so high about it, including yeah. on... You know, the Topic Ocalypse Game of the Year episode, which you guys can all check out now. Um, You spoke very highly about it, so I am tempted to go out and play this. I Yeah, I don't remember if there's a mode selection. There are, in the original game, there's only really like one or two hard fights. Like the last boss like was the one that I died on. And I'm not a good fighting game player at all. I pretty much just use the same combo. So they make it simple enough that I don't think you'd struggle. And in the DLC... I don't even remember the last boss being that difficult. So I don't know if I lost a single fight in the DLC. Like, I think I may have lost, you know how most fights are two, two different like rounds. I think I may have lost one round or two rounds total in the entire game. So, and I, like I said, I'm not a fighting game fan. I don't ever learn the combos. I mean, I learned a couple here because you just press start and you left, right X or whatever, left, you know, down left a, and you'll do stuff. But it's worth playing just because it is so well made. Like, and fighting, fighting games, it works well for fighting games. Like, if you think about a fighting game story, it's so hard to make them enjoyable and like tied together because, you know, what what are you gonna do, right? You can't have them. They don't normally work around when you're running around a world map. 
So what they did here, and it, that that can work, but in my experience, there's not a lot of great fighting games where you run around a world map or, or what do you do? Just move along an icon. This this made it essentially a movie where you had the playable sections were just the fighting scenes, and okay, I I really dug it because the the story was fun enough that it was like whoa, I want to see what's happening each time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I I am incredibly intrigued because I have. The game stores out here. Every time I've been in one, I've had some. You know, one someone goes up to the counter, asks if they have Mortal Kombat in stock, and they say no. So it must be selling, you know, quite a few copies still, even months after its release. So it is something I do want to get to eventually. But yeah, um, and I mean, you know. now is kind of like the perfect time. I mean, it's not totally on sale yet, but they released when uh, Aftermath came out. They released the whole collection, which is the single player main game or the main game all of the DLC characters like Terminator and all those guys and Aftermath for $60. So originally what you would pay is $60 for the main game if you bought it right at launch, $40 for the DLC. So everything's now $60. So when that drops to like 30 bucks, I mean, that's 30 bucks for like 16 to 18 hours of fun gameplay, like not including if you actually really wanted to do the the multiplayer or the tower challenges or run around the crypt and fight guys and do, cause they have a, th- a third person like uh collectibles place you can go to too, that I looked at, but it's just for me, the main thing I was enjoying was the story. So I don't really care that much about those other things. Like, you know, that, that just didn't sell it to me. The story was why I played it. So, yeah. Yeah. And did you, I mean, you know, do you have to go back and play one, if you're new to the series, can you just jump in and it'll still be just as good? I, I mean, I've never played nine or 10. I've heard they're good. 10 is on games pass. Like I've been mean to check it out at some point, but I don't feel like I needed to know anything. I feel like it's so easy to understand. And they kind of like, they do that thing that you wish everything did where like, they'll use maybe like a sentence of dialogue and be like, Oh, you did this. Right. But it doesn't sound like super Mm. cheesy and it fills you in on everything you need to know. So it's like, oh, okay. There's a lot that's like, oh, man, you could probably watch a lore video if you really wanted to to be like, what are all the realms and all this other junk? I didn't watch a lore video. I still don't know all that stuff. I don't think that stuff is necessary to enjoy the game at all because it is like a a fantasy, sci-fi, cheesy game. Like, it's just enjoy it. It's kind of like an action movie that's really, really well made. So popcorn game. It is. It is totally a popcorn game. And and it was like what I what I'm glad about both that and Resident Evil Three is they're both extremely short to the point where it's like, hey, yeah, I'm I'm really glad I gotta play them. And then it's not like I spent, you know, forty or fifty hours. It was just like, hey, okay, two, three nights, sit down, play the game, and I'm done with it. You know, like you're probably yeah. honestly four nights or so. Um, any other games that you've been playing before we talk a little bit about the news? Um, no, I, I, you know, on a future, future chat, I know we're going to yeah. talk Final Fantasy seven. So yeah, I'd like, I'd like to bring Donna right now, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. That's the game outside of animal crossing, which I've spent well, probably close to a hundred hours with final fantasy seven remake is the game I've played the longest this year. Um, or well, not apex legends too. outside of live service games. Final fantasy seven is the longest playing single player story game I played this year. Um, yeah, I about the news, we're going to just actually talk about the news that dropped today. There was a big Pokemon Direct and um what do you what was encompassed in it and what did you feel about it? Like what well, what did it, it talk was, about? 
they talked about the uh, Sword and Shield DLC packs. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. There's a new Pokemon Snap coming out. Yeah, I know. Wait, real quick. What's your history with Pokemon Snap? Did you have it? Did you ever play so it? I, I never owned it. You know, I, I, I own it now, but I never had it growing up. You know, I had I would go to friend's house and I'd play it. And, I, and yeah. You know, they also had Pokemon Stadium and all that stuff. But, like, Pokemon Snap was fun, you know, because you were... It, it's just... It's a easy-to-play game. I know there's some, like, frustrating things in it, but, like, it was just... is a very casual game, you know, and I think that that was... That was something I appreciated because I didn't have to sit there and play the whole thing. I can jump in and out of it when I was over at people's houses. Yeah, I know you said you own it now. What do you own it on? Nintendo sixty four? Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I've been. I oh, you bought? Games. Okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. It. That's cool. Yeah, because I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, I know it came to Wii U, but I can't think of anything more modern. And I didn't know if you owned a Wii U, yeah. and I owned one, no. but I sold mine. So I haven't played Pokemon Snap since you know ninety six or seven or whenever it came out <laughs> like long, many years long ago. time ago it might have what, been, uh, you know, it what, might have been 98 even but um go ahead sir what what's your history with the game though because i obviously oh, i mean you had a nintendo 64 growing up i, I did so tell me you're, okay. you're probably a better source yeah. for this so tell me about it so i found out about pokemon through super smash brothers the original i want to say that was 1990 <sighs> Eight or ninety nine. So you you never played Red and Blue when they first came I, out. I played Red and Blue after Smash Brothers. After I played oh, Pikachu geez. in the game, that's how I found out about them. Then I got Blue, and I played yeah. through that. I loved it. And then I want to say this was before Pokemon Snap came out. So I'm not sure the date that Pokemon Snap came out, but this was all before that. Because when Pokemon Snap came out, I was super excited. I was going to Blockbuster. I had my memory card. I was ready to play <laughs> it. It was a blast. Um. Yeah, man, I was crazy into Pokemon until about 2000, 2001. So for a couple years, you know, I got all the cards. Uh, recently, and, you know, I don't think we got to talk about this on Super BS, but we've talked about it privately. I have not been as interested in Pokemon games. Um, I did play quite a bit of Sword, which I picked up, uh, was that last year or two years ago now? It was last it was year. Last year, Man, yeah. that feels so, time feels weird. Um, yeah, so last year I picked up Pokemon Sword, I did you play that? Yeah, I did. I got I, I finished it. Okay. It's uh I don't know. I it just it didn't it didn't have the ma it was cool to play it in like a three D setting, but it just yeah. didn't have the magic, you know, of those Game Boy games when we were kids. Granted I haven't played like the last Game Boy version I played was uh um what was the one after Gold and Silver? Oh, uh no, Emerald Leaf and stuff was Game Boy Advance. Um, Gold and Silver. Oh boy, I don't, was it Diamond? Sapphire, the the blue one? Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, it, probably is Sapphire. That was the last like mainline Pokemon I played. But oh, okay, uh, you know, wow. it, it, it was it was fun. I have an issue with the uh, you know we talked about this too. The non voice dialogue and yeah. just the dialogue in general is awful. That that game, I have it as well, and I got pretty far. I don't even think I have. I think I have like five gym passes or four gym passes. So I th I'm think I'm halfway through before you get to the last part of the game. Um, yeah, there's a lot of issues with it. I, I did like it, but between the same issue I have with all of them, it's really slow. Like the game is just extremely slow moving. You have to have just infinite patience with it. Um, the combat's slow. Everything about it is slow. And then like it's just, I feel like it's they're pulling teeth to get them into the modern world. 
it's kind of like Nintendo in a lot of ways where it's like, oh, they don't like the internet and they don't believe in this and they don't want cloud saves and they don't. And Nintendo's been moving slowly towards like kind of becoming modern, if you can even call it that. But the Pokemon company is like dragging their heels in the mud. They are like refusing to do voice stuff. They're just, yeah, I... Yeah, I have a lot of issues with um, with Pokemon Sword. I, I don't know if I'll ever beat it. I did I did like what I played, and I've gone back a couple times, but I don't know if I'll yeah. get to the end of it. Yeah, and it's you know, and I guess like to its uh, you know to its advantage, I suppose it is a game that you don't have to play all in one sitting. Like you, it is a casual game. You can go back and play it when you want to, but. You yeah. know, you're right. N- Nintendo does is kind of dragging their heels because it is set up to be it has potential to be a, a pretty cool, you know, childish action RPG in its own yeah. right. But they, they're just not taking advantage of that. They're too stuck in the past. And uh, I think that's going to eventually be be an issue for them. Yeah, I don't even, for me, it's not even like the turn-based battle system that's that bad. Like, they don't have to make it into an action RPG. They don't have to change that much. They just need to offer more accessibility. I think you could turn off the uh, action animations, but they should also let you speed up everything in that game. Like there should be a button to speed up stuff with how slow it is because yeah. like I said, I'm I'm halfway through and I think I played well over 10 hours and it's just well, like ridiculous kind of. Mm-hmm. Cuz I'm not like gym. stopping. Yeah, yeah, and then, like the the gym fights take forever because you have to sit there and watch all the animations you have to sit there and watch the dynamaxing you have to sit there and yeah. watch them like have that oh you took out two of my pokemon i'm gonna sit here and uh say something snarky for two minutes and then i'm gonna dynamax my pokemon it takes they do take a long time i get where you're coming from with yeah that. dynamaxing is the dumbest thing that that company has ever decided to make i wasn't uh i think they did something called mega evolutions or or something like that in one of the games i think yeah. they probably should just found an idea they liked instead of what I, I, from people, you know, I'll listen to podcasts, people talk about Pokemon is they essentially come up with a new like gimmick every game and they try that. And in my mind, Dynamaxing is the stupidest gimmick ever. Your guy becomes big. He does more damage. If the other guy does it and he becomes big and you don't become big, you're going to probably die after a few turns. It's not like the damage is that incredibly difficult. And you only have like, what, two, three moves when you Dynamax? You don't even have like a full list. You have attack and defend. Well, a lot. Yeah. And a lot of them do the same things. Like you can go to say there's like Slash or there's Ember. You know, they look the same. It's the same attack. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, that company still, I mean, you know, I checked in on Sword. You know, if they make a ton of progress by the time they make the next one, I know they just released the DLC today, I think, for this one. So if they make a ton of progress by Pokemon, whatever it's called, I'll probably check it out. But otherwise, I'm probably going to give them a, another game or two before I try it again because that, that's how I've handled this so far. Like, I skipped the Hawaiian ones. I tried the other one on 3DS, the one before that. I skipped the Black and White and Black and White 2, and I tried the Pearl or whatever it was called, the one before that. Because I pretty much just want to jump in each time and see if they made it fun. But every time I get into the slog, and this one's, you know, by far the best. Like, they have fixed so many issues. But it's it still is just, I feel like I'm living in the past when I play this thing. And like like an old Nintendo game where it's like, oh, you, you have 95 hours to sit here and watch this thing, right? You don't have everything on Earth trying to grab your attention nowadays. 
Like <laughs> right. Super Venus. Yeah. Is there anything else from the Pokemon news today that you were interested in talking about? So I, you know, I, I'm I'm not one of those people that really read. Actually, that's a, a total lie. I do read really far into things. But um, you know, I as soon as the Pokemon conference was over. There's all these things popping up on the internet saying, oh, so-and-so is hinting at gold and silver, let's go. So I just want to know, do you think that that's a possibility in the future? Because that is something I would want to play. So I think it's possible. And again, like I just said, I don't want to check in on any Pokemon games. I would be interested in that one only because I never, you know, I picked up gold and silver, but I was actually kind of falling out of interest of Pokemon when that came out. So... I would want to try that out because unlike uh, Red and Blue, I I don't really know too much about Gold and Silver. So I'd be interested in like kind of seeing how that works. But yeah, I, I mean, I definitely could see that happening. You know, the world is a crazy place right now and Nintendo hasn't really announced a lot of what they're releasing this year. So we don't really know anything that they're releasing besides Paper Mario in July. So I have a feeling yeah. they need to fill up their release window. Um, yeah, you think you, we're gonna get some announcements by about holiday gaming here soon? I ugh, man, I don't even know. I know that there's the rumor that they're releasing a ton of Mario games this year, and I'm really hoping that's true because I'd love to play all those 3D Marios that they're talking about releasing Galaxy and uh, 64 and a bunch of others. But I I can't I couldn't even speculate honestly. Like with everything going on, I would hope that by July August we'll hear from them. But we're already midway through june and they haven't really you know made a peep supposedly this friday there is a rumor that the metroid prime trilogy would come out for switch but i mean it's on supposed this, this friday that's what the rumor was but that rumor was uh-huh. made i think in late april or may and they yeah. have nothing to announce so my guess is even if that was supposed to be the case when the june direct got canceled due to all the stuff going on in the world they yeah, they, they moved everything back. So even if they're going to announce stuff, I would expect a one- to two-month delay on everything. So, yeah, if, if you if you told me that Pokemon Let's Go was ready, and I wouldn't be surprised because I played the last one, it seems like those games aren't impossible to make once you've made one. Um, yeah, I think they'll yeah. probably pump one out because they need, they need games this year. Everybody is trying to figure out what they can release this year when their release windows went out the window. So um, we're going to find out. Man, this is going to be a unique time for gaming. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, you think Cyberpunk or Halo might get pushed. I'm hoping both of those don't get pushed. Um, Sony has kept their game launches for the most part, I guess, after delaying and delaying and delaying. I think their two games this year will come out, uh, Ghost Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two. But yeah, everything else is a mystery. And we'll we'll probably discuss that more on future shows, whether we want to talk about the ps5 uh reveal which happened just like last week or all the other crazy news that's happened during this time there's a lot of strange stuff going on in gaming right now and i think it will be uh i think we're still going to look back at this year and i think it's still going to be pretty phenomenal um just because you know last year to be honest didn't set the world on fire either like i loved resident evil 2 remake but it wasn't like there was a ton of games that that were great coming out last year either so. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I spent a majority of last year playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC. So yeah, and you got Valhalla coming out this year. So mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if that gets pushed. Ubisoft, I mean, if they even get half of their content out this year that they were supposed to, the new Watch Dogs, potentially new Far Cry, Gods and Monsters, that uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
there's going to be some good games if they get even just 50% of those games out because there's a rumor the new Far Cry is going to be part of this next presentation. And and then Watch Dogs got pushed from January to who knows when, but probably, you know, later this year. Um, like maybe even next year, honestly, because like the game was about Brexit and now the world is a totally different place. So they might want to try to make it more topical now. <laughs> so they might have to redo some of the storylines. They're just going to put masks on all the people. In the that game. is... Yeah, man, it's it's a weird, weird world because that was like when that came out, I was like, whoa, that's a big thing. Even though I was two or three years old at the time, <laughs> it was like, yeah. whoa, that's crazy. That's such a big thing to talk about. It's like, <laughs> man, that feels like what kids used to talk about now. So, yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I, I, you know, I'm hoping with this uh, with this reignition of Super BS, we can get back to just chatting about games and what we like and instead of focusing on everything going on, just enjoying for the few minutes we can every week, the thing that we like. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Anything I mean, else? I, I don't know about, oh, I was going to say, I don't know about you, but I mean, game like playing games is really the only time I'm able to stop focusing on things going on in the news. Right. Cause my mind is fully immersed in this thing. So it, Ye- it's, it's, it's nice. It's a nice distraction. It is. You know, even yeah. as a 31 year old man, I still, I need it. Yeah, I I totally agree, man. Like I've had a couple of things thankfully that have kept me out of it, but it's um it's been good to just have a minute or two each day where it's like, "Oh, hey, I'm playing this thing and it it, you know, makes me feel like, "Hey, this is what I used to do before. Things are normal." And I don't yeah. kind of I can shut yeah. off the, "Oh, hey, everything's weird." So mm-hmm. um but yeah, man. Uh so hopefully we'll be back. I you know, we don't really know our schedule yet. We don't even know when we're going to put this up. We got to reset up all that stuff. Hopefully in a week, this will be up or, or this week. Um, but our goal is to either do a weekly to bi-weekly podcast. It's going to be a lot more fluid than it used to be. Um, we're recording in different States now. And for the timing, it's just the two of us till we can get uh, old Donna on the line. But yeah, just appreciate anyone who's joining us and hopefully enjoy it. Peace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.